hey, I'm Saving Content Zone, Dan Acosta, and welcome to .exe, a saving content podcast. It's episode 23, and in the virtual recording booth is the other Acosta, who knows a little bit about a pasta, Eric Acosta. Hey, that's me. I know a little bit about a pasta. I know a lot of it about <laughs> noodles, not pasta. Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, only reason I did a pasta because I couldn't think of anything else that rhymed with Acosta. You, at the moment, you would think uh, at our advanced age, we have plenty of rhymes with our last name. Um, I don't have a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it's like trying to um, put together something. OK, well, he does this and he this is his field. What can I relate to? No, that doesn't work. Well, we've been playing this. And is there any words that are sounding something? No, gosh, darn it. So <laughs> pasta it was. Yep. Well, uh, so the, I mean, this kind of leads into our next segment, but like all of the <laughs> uh, the lands that the worlds that we make for uh, Acosta land or Minecraft, I always try to use our last name in them. Of course. And I, I sh- I'm starting. We're running. <laughs> we're doing so many. I'm starting to run out of <laughs> I've run out of names. <laughs> Gonna need to start putting. 2.0 or right. new at the beginning. Right. So like, you know, like one of them was a cost stone land for stone block. And, um, uh-huh. Oh shoot. Now, now I gotta remember them all. Um, there was one with a chicken, uh, the chicken block one. And it was egg oh, Costa right. land. Right. Um, there's, there's a, there's a few, I got to, to go and look at them, but, um, yeah, it's, it's getting to the point. Like, I'm like, all right. Um, I don't know how I can wedge Acosta into this name <laughs> well the the current one we've got now is acostopia i think is what we i technically named it by putting up a sign that said acostopia. i think so yeah um i don't even know what the like the, the surfer name is des made this one oh so. i don't know yeah i don't remember but speaking of that's what we've been mostly playing this week oh yeah we've been we've it's been, been a lot of minecraft Specifically, Minecraft, the Minecraft um, Puxiglass Mountain from Feed the Beast. Yes. Uh, that's, I, I like it. It's something, but I like it. Yeah, it, it's weird because it's like a lot of the other um, mods that me, that we've, that we've played or specifically Des likes to play. I like, you know, like things like Sky Factory, Stoneblock or uh, uh, something that has like the chickens that make resources in it. Um. Yeah, something. It's got more of a direction. Plexiglass Mountain is more of, to me, it feels more like vanilla Minecraft, right? Like there is no direction, there's no quests per se, but it just has a bunch of mods that work well together. Um. Yeah. So it's 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 a weird like vanilla Minecraft feel, but not vanilla Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean it. It does have a little bit of like a directionless aspect to it. Like, I mean, you you can pull up like a quest menu. Yeah, the but, uh, advancements. Yeah, yeah, but there's not really anything. It's like, hey, this is what you should be doing next, right? Like stone block or whatever. They have actual quests that, like, if you complete it, you get, you know, uh, you'll get like um, prizes or whatever for it in the in the game or or. Um, chests or whatever but um this mm-hmm. one have advancements just like the regular uh, the regular game does which are just hey you did it <laughs> <laughs> right 
Yeah, so I mean, like right now, uh, we each kind of are doing our own things in there and kind of, I guess, making our own fun out of it. Yeah. Uh, I I am working on, uh, I don't know what you would say, town planning, city building. Like I am laying out plots, <laughs> plots for uh, villagers, which. In in this for <laughs> this mod, you can actually stuff villagers in your inventory. Yeah. So I can't. All right, a bunch we'll of just kids. go. <laughs> we'll just go steal uh, villagers and kids from other places and bring them to our town. Listen, I went to the town and all I found were three kids. There were no adults, so I saved them. You adopted. I them. adopted them and I liberated them. From the horrors of living alone. <laughs> and the reason that I'm going through and putting plots and giving like spaces to put houses down is because uh, all these guys that we've put in our little like encampment have decided to go and sleep in everybody's beds. <laughs> yeah. They just run around and then take your bed. <laughs> They're running amok. I had one stuck in my basement for like, what, seven Minecraft days? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what you said. It was, it was quite a bit. I was like, and you then got we've in got there. that one balloon. Yeah, the balloon. <laughs> the balloon salesman guy stuck in a hole. Well, I think Dez actually made the hole for him so he wouldn't move or leave. Or yes, so the balloon, <laughs> she said she had put the balloon guy in there so that way he wouldn't run off so she could always find him. <laughs> <laughs> Which eventually. We ended up with a second balloon. Actually, this is our third balloon guy. The first guy, he disappeared. Yes, I don't know where he went. <laughs> so the second one here is now in a hole. And then we, out of the blue, got a third one. So they're easy to tell, too, because they have, like, a clown outfit without the clown face makeup. Yep, yep, yep. Don't they also have that, like, rotor with the, the multicolored hat, primary colored hat with the rotor? A propeller thing? hat. Or a beanie, beanie hat. That's what it is. A beanie with a propeller. Like they that. do. So I mean, that's that's mostly what I've been playing throughout the week. Yeah, uh, is hopping on to the uh, plexiglass mod with you guys, and I'm anticipating hopping back on there after we're done. <laughs> it, so I keep going on uh, my town planning here. Has anybody? I know you've been playing uh, some today. Has anybody done anything to that area, or have they just kind of left it? Uh, Des and Jenny got on a little bit in the morning. They basically, I think they just kind of ran around for a little bit. And, uh, <laughs> it's currently running right now, um, on Des's laptop and on Jenny's computer. Uh, but they're, they're obviously they're at dance, so they're not here to, to right. play it. I, uh, like, which typically ends up happening is like we've said in previous, the previous episode that, uh, I usually get stuck with the difficult stuff <laughs> or the stuff that people don't want to do. Uh, well, yes. And today, uh, this morning, um, well, this morning, later evening, I was I was in front of a bunch of um, furnaces just smelting away raw, raw copper and iron and all this <laughs> stuff. No one else wanted to do it. <laughs> well, we're all busy. <laughs> Des is working on the farming stuff, and Genevieve's got her sky temple she's working on, and you know I've got I got city planning, yeah, and I I'm utilities, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm I'm running the electricity. you're the electric company waterworks. <laughs> waterworks. 
Well, I think Genevieve started uh, doing um, food now, too. She's doing. Oh, OK. Yeah, she made like Good. a bunch of uh, she made me and Des hamburgers, I think. She made a spaghetti and meatballs uh, yesterday when we were playing. Right. She, yeah, <laughs> she like, said she here. I got a gift for you. She, <laughs> she just hands. She gave me spaghetti and oh. meatballs and she tells us she got me and De- uh, me and Des a hamburger. And I'm like, I think you I think you got that backwards. I think me and Uncle Let should have had a hamburger and mom should have had spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> My wife is Italian, so <laughs> for people to get that reference, <laughs> it's a little more. Yes, so. well, partially Italian. I don't know. Yeah, we, Eric and I didn't grow up with too many Italian dishes. Occasional spaghetti and meatballs, occasional like fettuccine alfredo. Yeah, but and, our pasta dishes mainly consisted of some sort of Asian noodle. Oh yeah, oh yeah. If it was pasta. Any kind of like pasta esque, it was going to be like you know an Asian noodle, like a pancit or um, ramen yeah, like, or something a, like that. Yeah, 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 a rice noodle or a regular, yep. you know, some like sort of rice vermicelli. Noodle. Yep. Um, we did mostly our grains come from rice, <laughs> not pasta. Yep. Well, it, I mean, we did have lasagna. I do remember one time mom making lasagna, and I do. I'm pretty sure that was one of the last times she made lasagna because I'm. <laughs> I remember being like, mom make the made lasagna and I'm like, came downstairs. And I'm like, what's for dinner? She goes, lasagna. And I went, ugh. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like us. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was one of the last times mom made lasagna. Well, it's a lot of work to stuff all that stuff in between layers and then bake it. Um, so, yeah, if if it wasn't appreciated, why do it again? Well, and that's the thing is like, for me, lasagna is when I when I hear Someone's made lasagna. I go, oh, so you did a lot of hours to make nasty tasting food. Sweet. Awesome. <laughs> um, can we not have that and have something else? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't mind lasagna. And, and this goes with all Italian foods. I don't mind Italian food. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, ew, yucky. You know, I just don't mind them. No, oh, I'll go like that. They're not going to be my first choice for anything i may have a you know a need to want some alfredo every once in a while but i could put alfredo on anything <laughs> well and like i'll eat like when we go to like um olive garden or or another more italian based restaurant i'll i'll typically get an alfredo um like a or right. a scampi or something like that right but a chicken or a shrimp right yeah but my biggest issue with italian food is the overabundance of the most the single worst cheese in the world. Oh, do you not like Parmesan? I hate Parmesan. I don't mind it. And ricotta. Those two are the two cheeses that I'm like. Cheese has two functions. It is salty and it is melty. Those two don't do <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it is salty and it is melty. Right. That's cheese. Parmesan and ricotta don't do either. So they fail in the in the only two jobs as a cheese what are they they're drywall <laughs> it's like what, well, what's drywall's made out of that's what <laughs> speaking of like cheeses and everything there's this um i think it's greek it's a greek dish that i am slowly gathering the ingredients to make Slo- slowly ga- um, what are you mi- mining it out of the minecraft <laughs> slowly gathering <laughs> well every time i go to the store it's like okay well let me get the cheeses i need Oh, crap. I forgot. I need some dough. <laughs> I, I'll just make the dough. No, I'm lazy. Let me just get pizza dough. <laughs> so it's like slowly been 
acquiring the stuff I need. Um, I believe it's called, I'm going to butcher the name so badly. Uh, Katsapuri, Kachapuri. I, I, it's a Greek bread boat, basically. So it is bread in the shape of a boat. You fill it with different cheeses and then you bake it. And it's like a tomato sauceless pizza. <laughs> how, if you want to think about how it that way. How do you spell that? Uh, K-H-O-R. Hold on. I can actually look it up because I believe the recipe thing is still K H A C H A P U R I. Oh, Gregorian. Gregorian cheese bread. Yes. Oh, these things. So I've ideally, these. you break the bread apart and dip it in the cheese. And, you know, I want to make one because it looks delicious. <laughs> it does. And it's not that hard. So it's just. So I got the cheeses I wanted to use. Uh, I got uh, Monterey. I got. Um, cheddar, and I've got a mozzarella, I think. Mozzarella. Uh, plus, I think it also asks for, is it ricotta? Hold on. Since I have the recipe in front of me uh, here. I hope we don't ask for the name ricotta. It is feta. That's what it is, feta. I, I always get those mm. in my head. Feta, ricotta, and Parmesan. Uh, the only reason I know Parmesan is because it's you know, like a brick. <laughs> it's a hard <laughs> brick. Uh, but the other ones, it's like, I love cheese. But unless it's like mozzarella or cheddar, I start to lose track of what it looks like or what it tastes like. I just know it tastes delicious. <laughs> yeah, feta is another one of those that I'm not a... I, I like it better because it, it's more in line with like a blue cheese. And I just like the oh, taste yeah, of a yeah. blue cheese. Um, but I got to have blue cheese in something like chunky blue cheese what? salad dressing or some sort of liquid or creaminess to it. Chili's has a good, or at least they used to, had a good burger. Oh, yeah. That sprinkled, um, or was it, it was it was either a burger or a chicken sandwich. It might have been a chicken sandwich. Uh, they sprinkled blue cheese crumbles on top, and that was really good. It had a nice hint of like acidity uh, to the rest of the uh, chicken. It was really good. Yeah, I, I want to say I've had that before because it sounds really familiar. I, I just, maybe it's something that, like you know, uh, um, other places have had too, like a like an Applebee's or Probably. whatever. But it sounds familiar. Well, you know what? I have a Chili's app on my phone. <laughs> okay, I am <laughs> the worst type of uh, person in that regard because I like every restaurant I go to. I end up downloading their stupid little app. All right, order. Yeah, whatever. Let's see. Chicken sandwich. Ah, the bacon avocado grilled chicken sandwich. I think that's what it is. Let's see. Oh, well, I could do uh, do without the avocado. Oh, no, that one doesn't have the blue cheese crumble. So I wonder if they got rid of it. They might have. Or maybe it was the buffalo one. I don't remember the buffalo one having blue cheese crumble. Well, I mean, a lot of the buffalo, one, buffalo ones have a blue cheese something or another. You know what I mean? Right. Nope, this one does not. You know what, man? I need to go back what, to an Applebee's. I don't think anyone's in the world ever actually said that, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. The last time I was at an Applebee's, uh, they sat us very late. And then the waitress uh, came, took our drink order and never, never came, came back. back for about 20 minutes. So uh, I would have stayed and waited a little longer. The people I was with. 
uh, very much were like, no, we're going. <laughs> so so we got up and left. Yeah, so that's one of those like... Oh, uh, and that particular Applebee's is no longer uh, in Applebee's. So <laughs> well, uh, there you go. There was probably some more deep-seated uh, issues, issues there. there. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those... Um... <sighs> Since Des used to work in the uh, restaurant food business, industry, yeah. food in- industry. I mean, I I say work in the food industry. She was a waitress and a seat I mean, server, it's so working like, it's in working the food in industry. It. But it's just when you say food industry, like whenever I hear someone say, "I used to work in the food industry," I instantly think, "Oh, you used to be like a manager or own a business." <laughs> Wasn't that oh, intense yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by any means? But because she's been in that world, she understands, like you know. Things can be rushed. Things can be, you know, can take longer than expected. and You get sidetracked mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So, like, you know, we've waited 30, 45 minutes for, to order because we understand that. And it normally doesn't happen that way. But there was one time at Chili's where we sat and, like, I think we were there for an hour almost before someone even contacted us after being seated for drinks. And we're like, okay. What's... Was this the same one that I was there for? And we pretty much just, they eventually got to us, but we had to contact the manager like yeah. twice. Yeah, this is the one where it was like, you know, when Keegan was young, um, they took us, took forever to get to get, you know, get us drinks, um, the orders. They took our order. They brought out like, a you know, the only reason they brought out the drink for Keegan is because we asked them to. Um, and then they found out that we were waiting on all the food because, it was like 10, you know, it closed at 11 and it was like nine o'clock or something. And they had, it, yeah, it wasn't late. Right. And, you know, it wasn't like a, oh, we're here at 1050. Right. Oh, yeah. That's another thing we try not to do, me and Des. We try not to go to any place any later than an hour before closing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If it's an hour, I feel comfortable and be like, okay, I'm going to be out of here in like 20 minutes right. to get out of your guys' hair. Right. But anything past an hour is like, no. Nah, I'll let no, you guys, this you is guys late. are closing up. You guys are, you know, you're doing your closing routine. I don't want to add more onto you unless it's like, you know, you've been driving for, you know, whatever length of time and we're tired and hungry and we just need something to eat. OK, you know, I yeah. get it. You guys are busy, but or uh, closing up. But like we're hungry and <laughs> it's late. Like, <laughs> right. you know, we're not going to we're not and we're not when we do that, we're not going to order, you know, full meals. We're going to get like appetizers, appetizers. or snacks or so- something we would hope it's quicker for them to make. Right. Um, but yeah, we, yeah, that was the one where we sat down and like they were holding your holding everyone's food because they you ordered a um, prime rib or something and they hadn't uh, defrosted whatever it was. They hadn't defrosted some what sort it of was. steak. I think I would have done the prime. OK. Rib, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And I remember like the waitress was just sitting in the corner talking mm-hmm. and we were other than a second group of uh, individuals. It was just us. <laughs> So it's like, you're not doing anything. You haven't brought her drinks over. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, you know, talk with, you know, that time we would, I was talking with Des, I was like, you know, usually we don't have an issue, but in this case, it's like, Hey, you literally are doing nothing else. Like yeah. you are not waiting on someone else. You are not in the back cleaning. You're not even doing your side work. Like they were literally just talking to another, another, um, employee and, there was no work being done. So like, I'm like, I get it. It's a long night or whatever, but you know, you're know, you not busy. You're not doing side work. You haven't done the initial basis of 
basic of your job of taking the orders. So like you're failing yeah. on that. <laughs> so I mean, well, while, while we I were believe talking about that though, that, um, I did look up Applebee's menu. Oh yes. Okay. Have you seen their new appetizers? No, because again, the, the Applebee's where I was at before uh, closed up. So the closest one is actually close to where I'm at now. And I haven't had a need to go there. You might have a need <laughs> so, to go there. Why? They have boneless chicken wings and bone uh-huh. wing, bone in wings. One okay. is a Cheetos original double crunch bone in wing. Oh, gosh darn it. The other one is a Cheetos flaming hot boneless and original uh, wings. And they have both the flaming hot and original in cheese bites. Gosh darn it <laughs> why did you tell me this now i gotta now i gotta go and order some and make a stupid video about it i might be ordering some soon uh i guess i know what i'm doing for lunch tomorrow <laughs> i mean they're not cheap uh let's see the appetizers how many bites are there that's a big plate of bites i don't think there's that many in the it's 10.99 10.99 but that's strictly just the appetizer yeah, it's it's I, it's listed under an appetizer. Yeah, uh, I bet you that's like ten wings. Well, this is the cheese bites. I mean, the plate shows a lot more than ten, um, but it does bites? not say how many. Now, when you say cheese bite, are you talking about little like, like, Ball, little round balls of cheese covered yeah. in che- Cheetos? Uh, it okay. remind from what it looks like. It looks like, um, oh shoot, the cheese curds. Okay, looks like cheese curds. Yeah. Um, ten ninety nine for that, and then it's nine ninety nine for the wings. The wings look like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten wings. Good gosh, yeah, ten wings sounds about right. Cause to get ten at like a Buffalo Wild Wings, it's close to like twelve dollars. Which that's one of those like Dez's dad told me a little while ago about how like you know chicken wings or the wingets or whatever used to be trash food. Well, of course, and I'm looking at like. I'm sorry, what? You know, a dollar a wing? He's like, oh, yeah, they used to be like five cents a wing. <laughs> you know, like they weren't, they were trash. They were the junk huh? that they threw away. It's usually what happens. Restaurants will go use the trash bits, try to sell it as something that gets popular. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you have buffalo wings. <laughs> right. Or now it's in this area, fish head soup or fish heads for fish yeah. head soup. Like a, there's a lot more Filipinos in the Frederick. Well, not in just the Frederick area, but we're not in Frederick, but that area, um, <clears throat> the eastern uh, area yeah. of Maryland. And um, yeah, <laughs> it's just it's more Filipinos and more Asians coming into the, the, the cities and fish heads are getting more popular. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a sentence I never thought I'd say. <laughs> I mean, like for right, us, that was kind of normal. They are essentially the trash after you fillet a fish and everything. But, you know, if if you want to sit there and make a stock out of it or, you know, cook whatever little, little bits of meat are left on the head, mm-hmm. you like dad always com- complains how expensive they've gotten everything. <laughs> it's like, well, oh, well. Well, I mean, he's he's justifiably so, though, because like I remember he would get, you know, he could get a bag of a bag of fish heads for free. At the Asian market, and then it became okay. Well, now it's like a dollar for you know a two pound bag. Uh-huh. Now you literally are paying for one salmon head 
you're paying almost $8 for a single salmon head. Well, because they know that uh, it is quote-unquote worth something. Yeah, it's sad, though. Now the, yeah. the poor man's food, you can't even buy. <laughs> so, speaking of poor man's food, uh, did you know that they have a national hot dog day? <laughs> yes, I heard what well, I didn't know. You said something about it, and then for some yeah. reason my mind heard it went, oh, okay, and then didn't, didn't respond with what to like get more yeah. information. I just heard it and was like in one year and not the other. I didn't realize that was a thing. So... July 20th is National Hot Dog Day. Uh, all right. I figured I'm seeing all this, you know, on Twitter and everything. It's like, hey, it's National Hot Dog Day. Woohoo. Well, I guess I'm going to go get a hot dog today. So I went over to Costco and got hot dogs. And, you know, it's still $1.50 for a hot dog and a drink. Really good price. Yeah. Uh, while I was there, I also picked up a pack of the hot dogs. Uh, and some dino nuggets because I'm an adult. <laughs> dino nuggets. I mean, it, because you're an, exactly see because you're an adult, you can you can do that anytime you want. I know, right? You, the one uh post I keep seeing on like people's uh social media, Facebook, Twitter, things like that. It's like, wait, I'm an adult. I can just buy a cake. Yeah, I don't you need can a buy a birthday cake. I can just buy a birthday. It doesn't cake. need to be my birthday. <laughs> It's it's one of those like, things that you just don't you don't think about it and then you go, uh -huh. no one's gonna stop me. Like yeah, who? No one cares. Who's gonna stop me? <laughs> no, you're not gonna see the birthday police, the birthday cake police coming out. <laughs> no, sir. I'm gonna need you back up on the cake. Yeah. Sir, how old are you? Be are you are you becoming? How old are you? Be how old are you? Be <laughs> how old <are> you? Be <laughs> uh oh. oh so it's not your cake. Is this for a uh, child? It is this for a are you, spouse? Are you taking this to a birthday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll escort you to make sure that this is a valid purchase. <laughs> An ice cream cake, huh? Mm. <laughs> I see. Well, it is a summer day. I don't know. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> is this for a 10 and under, sir? Ah, cupcake cake, huh? <laughs> Ooh, we got a wild one over here, Phil. He's got a cookie cake. Cookie cake. <laughs> hey, speaking of... I need to go buy a cookie cake. <laughs> cookie, I was just going to say cookie cake. I need a cookie cake. I want one of those. Oh, they're so good. I know, right? So good. There was, there was a time where, you know, mom would ask, what type of cake do you guys want? And my response would be, cookie. can I have a cookie cake? <laughs> cookie cake. <laughs> Mine switched from cookie cake to red velvet cake when I got older. Yeah, red velvet's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I always... I don't mind cake. Cake is good. But if you ask me what type of dessert I want for like my birthday or something, give me a nice pie. Yeah. I'll take pie. I'll take pie and ice cream. I'll, I'll take an apple pie and ice cream. Doesn't matter what kind of ice cream. Oh, yeah. I mean, really, any ice cream goes well with an apple pie. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the best one, in my opinion, has always been apple pie and coffee ice cream. Oh, yeah. That's oh, good. Oh, so good. You know how hard it is finding coffee ice cream now? I. I see briars every once in a while. You know they'll carry it. Yeah, but, but that's like every once it is in a while. A little harder. It, it's not like a. It's not like consistent. Like I remember it being like chocolate and vanilla and strawberry <laughs> and Neapolitan and coffee and like and coffee. That was that was an option. Always an option. I don't know. But speaking of um, uh, national days, do you know uh -huh. July twenty sixth, which is 
tomorrow. Tomorrow. Is National Aunt and Uncle's Day. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'll have to tell the kids about that and be like, where's my, where's gift? my gift? Where's my gift? <laughs> what? Well, we didn't know. You didn't think about me. <laughs> you know, Jenny would be like, I'm sorry. I know, I know. I'm not going to do that to her. I am. <laughs> Which time, um, <laughs> I have no problem with that. <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, but so rude, Genevieve. You know what else the 26th is for? Uh, a day? It's a day. It's a day that GTA actually updates Yes, their online service where you can now do all the business aspects of the game in a private lobby or like in a group lobby so you don't have to be surrounded by grievers oh so you mean they're doing what they should have done many years ago and what everyone's complaining about and rockstar is finally listening to people (laughs) probably only because their new game is going to be coming out soon and it's going to roll out the uh online version of this into that (laughs) absolutely yeah I, I I am I'm pumped to be able to hop in there this week and just make sure that it's exactly as, as they say. Right. <laughs> See, here's the thing. And I think we talked about this yesterday. I am fully expecting my expectations are fully low of like, you know, bar like one from ten of being like, hey, you can play all of this stuff. You know, you can play this the selling missions on private servers. And that's going to mm-hmm. sound all mm-hmm. great and stuff. I'm fully expecting to roll in there and it being like, oh, well, when we said you can do the selling missions, we only mean the selling part of that mission. Every other <laughs> aspect you have to still do online. Like, this is the kind of thing that I've ex- I'm expecting from Rockstar, mm-hmm. which is a sad day. Uh, a sad day. It's a sad <laughs> thing of like, I expect Rockstar to under under deliver on everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, as we've said in the past, you know. The biggest uh the biggest point of contention for playing GTA online is other people. You get rid of that part and GTA Online would be perfect. Well, not perfect, but would be very uh, a darn near more great experience. That's the key. It's more manageable. Yeah. And even even the getting rid of, it doesn't even have to be fully getting rid of, just tempering the ability for other people to hamper and diminish your own game. Yeah. Like, even if they wanted to force you into public lobbies, then make it so that I can turn it off so that they can't hurt me. Yeah, they can't <laughs> Or any of my me. businesses. Right. Yeah, just make me an invisible ghost. I'm still in the lobby. Just don't touch me. <laughs> right. Like, and again, like I said, that's the I see Rockstar's. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't give Rockstar praise for doing this because this should have done been... Been this done should have been done a long, a long time, ago. time ago exactly so it's like instead of it being like yeah good job rockstar it's finally okay now after this we can actually move forward in the world like <laughs> it's it's still a point of contention even when it's out it'll still be a point of contention because it'll be like it took you this long mm-hmm. so did you did you also hear some of the changes that they're doing monetarily to like your businesses no uh, what i what i read was the basically the um um griefing stuff and the um uh being able to play in private servers so like you know the changing yeah. the change of the um oppressor weaponry and and stuff right like that. okay so uh some businesses are going to get a boost in their uh, payouts Ooh. 
And some of the uh, missions, cell missions and everything, will give you a boost in how much your, uh, I forget what you call them now, your associates and everything get paid. So like if you're on a mission with me doing like a CEO business, your payout's going to get a bump. One of the other things, and this is, seems to be a, a bit of a controversy online, is that they're changing up how much you can earn and how much you can do some of the heists. So currently, the best heist to do right now is the Cairo Perico. You can just sit there and have that pretty much on repeat. Uh, and it's one of the only ones, I think it is the only one, you can do by yourself. So what is what Rockstar has done is kind of nerfed the Kayo heist to kind of force your hand into playing the other heists. And normally it's like on a cooldown timer of I think it's like 30 minutes or something like that before you can do another heist. I don't remember the exact number. But now if you do a heist alone, the Kayo heist alone, you have to wait three in-game days, which I think ends up being like, um, oh, shoot, what is the amount of time? 48 minutes, I think. Oh, wow. Um, it, it It is almost an hour or more before you can do it again solo. Well, that's only and, solo. Yeah, that's only solo. Okay. Otherwise, oh, that's what it was. It's I think it's 45 with your team of people. Like, if you do it with other people, you have to wait another 30 to 45 minutes. I don't remember what number they said, but it's a while. But if you go in, you know, complete yours, then go complete someone else's, and then you both go and do like the setup stuff, you know, that'll that'll take some time. And by the time you guys are done, it'll probably be time to do somebody else's again. So you is that like, if, say we did it. I did mine. Yeah. Would we have to wait mm-hmm. 30 minutes to do yours? No. Okay. No, as far as I'm aware, it's not that. It's if we do mine, then we can't do mine again until. until okay, that would make okay, and that like so okay, he, that's fine. I mean, so here's yeah. the other thing to go along with that. If you end up getting one of the high, the more rare items like the diamond, yeah, or you end up getting, and this is throughout all the um the heists, uh, you get any of the rare items then for about an hour, you're not going to get that rare item anymore. Oh. Uh, it is going to filter to like some of the lower tier items. But they say that all the secondary objectives, things that you would need to do, get a bit of a bump in how much you can earn from it. So it might even out, but you know that's, that's yet to be seen. Uh, but the big thing is just kind of putting that restriction on how often one can do the Kayo heist. And that's where it's kind of been like a little bit of a contention because, again, it's like the only one that you can do by yourself. So if you want to be able to earn money, which Kayo is the best way to earn money currently, you you can't really do it by yourself. You'd have to go do it once, then wait. Now, and wait. Hopefully, (laughs) hopefully, the intent of that is that you do the Kayo you earned you big money and then you do other the other missions which now will boost out more or pay out yes. better in the fact so, that it's worth doing those during that time that is the thought that everybody's thinking that rockstar is using is kind of nerf the the heist so that 
as you're waiting for it to pop up again, you have other things you and your friends can go be doing and still potentially earn a, a good payout to keep you uh, not satisfied, but to keep you wanting to play. Engage. Keep that carrot on the stick there. Well, here's the thing about that. Again, this is just Rockstar finally balancing out the game that way it should have been. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. It's like, awesome, them great, they're doing it, but I can't give you props because it's something that should have been, like every other live service game, online game, has already done and had to go through and uh, and people complained about. Yet mm-hmm. Rockstar just, you know, People complained and they just didn't care, yet people still paid for it. Yeah, and they've been around doing this since 2013. Right. <laughs> so you'd think they would learn. Well, and like, but I'm that's, just glad. Go ahead. Go. Well, that's the thing that, that uh, I was saying is that, like, you know, uh, I've said before, you know, people are like, well, how are you playing it if you're, you know, you're, you're part of the problem? Well, no. I mean, I actually didn't pay for any of the GTA games. <laughs> I got mine for free, and that was the only right. way I was going to get GTA is if I got it for free because it's, I was not paying a into a system. I'm not going to pay into a system that that you know abuses it. Yeah. Well, have there been any other games that you have been diving into? Uh, yeah. I mean, continuing Dynasty Warriors Nine Empires. Um, I'm at the point now where I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna rip through everyone. <laughs> <laughs> sure i met i i have followed uh the sao sao uh way of taking over i took over all of the north uh-huh. uh and i was talking with actually keegan was watching me play a little bit and he was like asking me like well why did you choose that territory to take over and i'm like well if you look at the lines you know i can i can make sure that you know it's only going to be attacked by one or two areas and i can take all of my generals mm-hmm. except for one from the areas behind it. And I don't have to worry about them being attacked and just bring them to the front. So I'm like making a line all the way down. He goes, Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's basically how I took it over. Started at the middle ish, then went up to the top and then kind of just came down. Sure. Um, I'm at like the, Hey, I think, Hey, Fay is where I need to go next or one of the ones I need to take next just because it's now at the point of like uh, making, like I said, making that line so that way nothing can really attack my previous um, territories. Right. And like I said, games are fun. It's, it, it is, it is what it is kind of thing. It's, it's one of those games that I play, I'll play when I'm, I don't feel like playing Minecraft or, or something else that's uh, more intensive. <laughs> Um, I can still do the button mash on that. Um, yeah, that's what I was saying. It, it's fine. It's just not the way I prefer to do my attacks. Yeah. Well, and like, I haven't upgraded any of my character, my my character's um, weaponry or anything. It's it's whatever the base was, and then whatever yeah. soul, whatever the first soul gem I got. So <laughs> I have. Oh, I shoot! Yeah. Oh, is it soul gem? Not a soul gem. What is it called? The gem of. Some I sort. forget the yeah. name of it. Yeah, but it basically it's a uh, you know soups up your character <laughs> yeah and um yeah so professor lin Kuei is now the emperor of china uh aha uh-huh. in his white suit and uh morbius glasses <laughs> right <laughs> uh other than that um i played uh kiwi that uh kiwi bird game 
Yes. On the something we still need to try out. Yeah. I, or at least the, I know Genevieve wanted to do it last time, but uh, we never got around to it. <laughs> well, uh, it's because she likes it, but when she plays it, Maris wants to play it. Oh. So uh, I played it with Maris for a little bit. And um, if if you don't know, for people, those that are listening that don't know what the Kiwi game is, you are two Kiwi birds. And your whole the whole goal is to uh, your male peep male late people people mail birds. Yeah, your post office employees. <laughs> um, and you're sending mail, but you're not like you're like typing out like a small short sentence. So like, you get like w- the word that you need to type out, and then you two need to run on the the keyboard or the old school like. Um, typewriter kind of look but it's big buttons all over like the area so it's not it's not in a normal layout and you guys got to jump onto it and slam it with you know butt slam to hit the letter and after you make the word you hit send and it goes to the next word and the next word until you've made the sentence and then you send the letter out mm-hmm. so there is a there is a age requirement uh, or at least minimum a understanding of how to read <laughs> <laughs> right which is why genevieve doesn't like playing with maris because maris can't she read. Wants to read everything now she knows her letters well she doesn't want um genevieve to read it to for her no so the issue that i encountered and jenny's been encountering is that um she knows the letters but she wants to do the letters that she wants to do oh, not realizing okay. not understanding that there's a capital like you have to start with a capital and you have to do them in this order. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, yeah, it's a little frustrating, but it's also, a, I think it's a game, a good game for her to kind of get in, get used to, to at least understand letters go into, that go together to make a word. And then mm-hmm. those words go together to make a sentence. Um, she's starting to get that, but you know, that's like, you get like probably like, a minute and a half of good um, attention span before she's just like done <laughs> such running off the board and jumping not to mention that our switch controllers both or all of them have uh joy-con drift oh and yeah, i'm sure that doesn't help yeah so that's a pain in the butt but uh so that's that's all the games that i've been playing um uh-huh but uh we just got back from uh vacation slash Competition. It was it main. It was actually a competition in Ocean City, uh, Star Power comp- dance competition for Keegan and Genevieve, and right. um, they did very well. Uh, they had you know five stars, first place in a lot of them. Hooray! Uh, Keegan, one of Keegan's dances went to um, what's called Battle of the Stars, which is uh, the dance. The judges choose a bunch of dances that they want to see again and battle it out. So it's not really about. Um, the uh, score more as did it the look, judges really liked what they saw right they liked what they saw did it look fun that kind of thing um and i did notice uh that the dances that they chose to do that at least in the group dances were very upbeat happy like high energy dances uh-huh. which kind of fit better with like a you know uh if you were to do like a concert show kind of thing Oh, sure. So the dances that and there was like one or two that weren't, but the dances that were like still very good, but weren't high beat or, you know, that high energy didn't go. Uh, 
it it kind of sucks because you know this is Keegan's first competition and he gets to do that and this is like Genevieve's third, second or third one and she didn't get Aww. to. But the two dances that the dances that she were was in, those were very like uh that elegant or like um oh yeah you know emotional it wasn't dancing. The right yeah, it wasn't tone. The right, right. It wasn't the right tone. It wasn't upbeat and and peppy. Uh, right. Which is funny because Genevieve is like the epitome of upbeat and upbeat and peppy. <laughs> yes, she I, is. I tell you, that child, there is <laughs> she can ha- be having the worst day, and then even if it's a fake smile, you're like, oh, she's cool. Like she's just yeah. happy. She's like, she's like a mom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes <laughs> but i say that because we were at the that the competition and you know these are all day events and when i say all day events i mean you know they start at like eight and mm-hmm. sometimes can run till 10 11 at night yeah <sighs> now we didn't stay uh, we didn't have to do any of that but um maris came with us this time and you know keeping a kid's attention span for a few hours versus a few minutes is very different. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's like sitting in an audience uh-huh. or sitting backstage, just watching. Well, and that's it. It's like, you know, the reason I went is because, uh, I was helping build props. Um, so we had for one of the, the, one of the dances is a big, a boat. I mean, literally we, one of the dads, uh, made planned out a wooden boat, you know, with the sail and everything. And he wasn't going to be there that, that one time. Um, so I had been there every other dance competition and whatnot helping. So I was kind of the lead on this one because he wasn't there. Um, but yeah, we built a boat and rolled it on stage or carried it on stage and carried it off. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she was Maris would be with me building, um, or watching things get built or she'd be with the, the girls and the, the dance team and the dressing room and so she needed to be like you know watched uh but the last day where keegan was at the battle with the stars i didn't need to be in the back so we were in the audience well mm-hmm. that's even harder because you gotta stay put well yes <laughs> so yeah stay in your seat right telling a four-year-old hey you can't move around can't run around whatever um so i let her use my phone which i typically don't let her use um, unless we're in the car or at uh-huh. home, just because, you know, my worry is that she's going to drop it and and break it. And right. that's what happened. Uh-oh. She dropped my phone on the concrete floor and cracked the screen. Let me guess, right? It, it landed on the corner? No, the f- so it actually landed kind of in the center-ish, center-ish, but I guess it landed on top of something. Oh. And it's a crack from, like, the center button to the to the corner uh, not to the corner but like to the middle of the left side Ooh, did you you have a protector on it no because i don't drop my phone <laughs> i the amount the number of phones you can ask des the number of phones that i've owned i'm easily eight nine and i've only cracked the screen on two a sony so, and then this one so even though i you know i it's rare i drop my phone i'm holding it right now as if you can see <laughs> it's very rare I drop my phone. I always opt for at least the screen protector because if for some unforeseen circumstance it does fall and it cracks, it cracks under the protector 
So, you know, you can still use the phone without risking like cutting your finger well, or risking pieces of whatever coming off. It at least gives it a little extra protection till I get a new phone. Right. But well, that's the one thing I always will spring for it at the least. That's the funny thing is this crack is, I mean, I can see it, but when I run, I mean, I can barely feel it when I run my hand over my finger over it. And another reason why I didn't get a screen protector is because it's in a case that has a flip cover. So like it fold, it'll fold close. Right. A folio. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, a folio. There you go. So like the chances of it falling were very slim in the way that it did. But because she was watching (laughs) Bluey, (laughs) she was watching Bluey and then she's on her lap and she stood up. The bend was facing her so when it flipped the uh cover didn't have a chance to actually flip over in front of the screen right so yep that was my s20 i think it's my s it's an s21 5g crack screen now so it's either paid off get a new phone or see how much it's going to cost to replace it uh, replace the screen which i'll bet it's going to cost the same uh yeah i bet you it is it's probably cheaper for the the new phone route yeah. Um unless you go to a um like a local repair place <laughs> and see how much they would charge for replacing the screen. Yeah, I think there's one or two. Or I mean the only problem is the, the S twenty one has the curved sides. Glass. Yeah. Yeah. So like there's not really a way for me to take it off. Probably not. <laughs> without having the tools. I don't have the tools. Well, I'm kind of in a similar boat. I have a an iPad of mine. Uh, I forget what model because they always the, the iPad names are ridiculous. Um, it is from like 2017 or something like that, 2018, and it just doesn't turn on anymore. Uh, during an update, it reset, and then just never, never turned, turned back, back on. on. So it's just you know it's essentially bricked, and I didn't do anything. I just plugged it in. Did said yes. Do the update. Did what you were supposed it to went, do. I did what I was supposed to do, and I let it sit there. I walk away. I come back. I see that it's almost done. I'm like, oh great! And then it resets, like you know, it's done other times, and I'm like the phone will do it too. <laughs> and it's just a black screen. I'm like, huh? So needless to say, it's just sitting there. <laughs> I've thought about, well, maybe I'll take it somewhere to see how much it would be for them to fix it. But even then, it's like, what are they going to do if it's bricked? You know, if it's bricked, that it's bricked, sounds like. Right. Yeah. So I thought about, well, I wonder if that's something I can replace. Maybe I need to replace a, a, the battery on it. Maybe something. I, I don't know. But sounds like uh, working on an iPad isn't the easiest new. thing. Sounds like uh, Apple just did the whole, they did their upgrade bricking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, which, you know, Sony gets in trouble for, but, you know, Apple's okay to do it. So, luckily, I had my original iPad that I got back in like 2014. Oh, right. So, it's slow and it doesn't have the newest update, which means like Chrome and apps that I would normally use can't get their latest updates. So it's quite literally just for the occasional web browse or like YouTube or something. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those at this point, 
do I just spring for a new iPad when I actually need it? And I've thought about it. It's like, well, maybe I will and get the Apple Pencil to go with it so I can actually do maybe some artwork on it or something. But, you know, that's way down the line when I feel like actually spending right. almost a grand in total. Right. So I just did a real quick look because I haven't done it. I actually looked it up. Can you guess how much it will be for the screen and digitizer for my S21 digitizer too? It allows you to when you when you touch it, the touch digitizer. It's it's the chip in the back back behind the. Okay. Well, it's more than the chip. How much? Yeah, it's an AM OLED screen for the S21 Ultra 5G. Oh, and how much did the phone cost? Uh, how much does it normally? Nine hundred, I think. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with probably about a $600 repair. Ooh, not quite. $399 for the screen okay. and digitizer. Not bad. But still. It, but more than I owe on the phone, I think. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> at that point. Yeah. I guess at that point, it's like, all right, pay off what's left on the phone and then get a new phone on another payment plan or something. Yep, that's what I'm thinking. I'm gonna probably end up doing because I'm we're with Verizon, so you know, can't buy any phones with Verizon without going on their payment plan. Yeah, that's that's what I heard. I don't, I you know, I don't have Verizon. Uh, the this phone I bought outright at a Best Buy. Um, I've done the payment plan thing before, and I just don't like having that big monthly, <laughs> you know bill right for you know phone bill each month even though i'm sure it either evens out or you maybe even pay less depending on how it works out it just you know my situation (laughs) i'd rather not having a big bill each month i'll just take (laughs) one big bill right yeah but i mean it is what it is it's one of the reasons why i've i've because they do like the iphone for life type thing for you know a bunch of different uh providers do that yeah and i've thought about it but then it's like well then you got to worry about getting a new phone and switching it up every year and it's not actually yours i don't want to deal with that because you know yeah it's basically leasing yeah i try to keep my phones for like three plus years and people look at me like i'm crazy when i say that and i used to be able to then i had kids well my last (laughs) right uh my last phone was it was an iPhone 8. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've had that around since, well, the 8 came out in 2013, 2014. Sounds something about like right. That. I think you're right. So, or maybe it was a 2016 phone, but I've had it for a while. <laughs> so last year uh, it was time to replace it because the battery just decided to be like, nah, I don't want to hold charge. <laughs> Sounds about right. Surprised it lasted that long, actually. Well, and like you said, you know, I try to keep my phone for as long as it can be a phone and be useful to me. (laughs) So the moment it's the battery doesn't hold, the moment that it's, you know, slow to load anything or it just isn't compatible anymore. Right. All right. Time to buy a new one. I mean, I had that uh, LG rumor. Oh, yeah. For a while. For a long while. And the funny thing is, that's actually like a thing I talk about a lot when I talk about phones. When I turned that in to get a new phone, uh-huh. the guy asked me, he's like, how long have you had this? I'm like, uh, three <laughs> years, four years. He's like, wait, what, this phone? I'm like, yeah. 
He's like, I've never seen a new one of these in this good a condition. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, I mean, you know, I. Uh, what happens when you take care of yourself? Yeah, I don't break my, I don't throw it around. Um, like I've, that's the thing. I've seen some of my friends and some, you know, the his friends, how they take care of their phones. And I'm like, oh my God, you are so cavalier. Like one of my friends, he will like on his phone, you know, be talking or looking on his phone and then he's done with it. And instead of putting it at the table next to him, he like throws it to his couch. <laughs> I'm like, like, do you know no. how much money you are throwing in the air? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, okay, you toss it, but it's going to hit something bouncy. Right. And it could bounce off the couch. I don't know if maybe it's just we're different with technology or what, but like it, it's, it's insane. Some of I, I tell you, some of my friends, I'm like, how how can you be so cavalier with this eight hundred dollar thing and just like throw like or the people that are using it by poolside? Yeah, I mean, granted, most phones are water resistant these days. Water resistant. With, that means like if I sneeze on it, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, some of the higher end phones have like a waterproof rating for like less than a foot or something like that, yeah. but. Even then, it's like not very long if you can keep it submerged. There's a cat phone that uh, is IP, IP, no, I yeah, I forget what the term is for like, IP something ninety four, which is like yeah, um, five five foot, no six foot for thirty minutes or something, something ridiculous. Well, I used to get those life proof cases for my phone, yeah, uh, just in case you know it fell in water or something. And those are nice cases, except for the fact that the screen cover was always a pain in the butt yeah and it's not the best and so when i switched from my last phone to this one i got an otter box that actually doesn't have a screen cover on it so I, that's you know it has a screen protector mm -hmm. uh it was like night and day it's like oh this is nice and smooth again <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those like you don't realize just it's like with an older phone or older device you don't realize what you're missing until you have it and you're like oh my gosh yeah. How have I been dealing with this? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's all about technology. Yeah. Technology advancing um, to be able to use in the way we want. And right. speaking of technology and advancing and in the way you want, <laughs> our show topic today is going to be frame rate versus graphics. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like this is a good one just to be like, you know, what, what do we prefer? Yeah. You know, not necessarily taking which one's better than the other because it is it's all subjective. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I know for myself, I'm always going to prefer the the smoother animations, the better frame rate. Mm -hmm. Now, back in the day, you know, most like between a 30 and a 60 on a 1080p TV, you, you weren't really going to notice a difference when you're playing on a monitor. You might be able to tell the difference a little bit. But it was fine if it was 30. Yeah. You wanted better graphics. Uh, but with the better, um, you know, monitor tech that's out there with higher resolutions, with the better capabilities of like your consoles and your computers, I don't, I don't, I don't really care about the graphics aspect of it. I just want it to run smooth and I want it to be, you know, I don't want screen tear. I want it to just be nice and fluid. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the, we've said, probably said it before, it's like, for me, I'm that, like, 
you know, graphics are great. Awesome. It looks really cool. But, you know, if it doesn't move at a smooth pace, what's it? What's what's the use? It's like saying, yeah, hey, I've got this car and it looks awesome, but there's no there's only like, you know. A half a tank of gas in it, and even when it does work, the fuel pump doesn't work all the time. So <laughs> it goes, it goes better downhill, uh, you know. Right. But uh, you know, going uphill is a little chuggy. Like, what's the use of it? Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I like. I feel some modern developers design with, okay, here's a screenshot of what it looks like. Now let's make it run smooth. Yeah. Versus, okay, here's running smooth. Let's bump it up until it starts to slow down, and we back it up a little bit. Right, that's <laughs> you know that's that engineering mind uh, aspect in my head is the you know get it to work as intended, and then add and your then bells make and it better. Right, yeah, yeah, and it's the same way I do it with uh, you know editing for video. You know, let me get my baseline set where I know I want it to look, and then I'll throw you know the kitchen sink at it, and then once it starts to not be so good anymore i will start pulling back right well i'm not gonna throw everything at it at once and then be like well now everything's kind of bleh (laughs) right well like the thing i've always that i've recently been getting having issues biggest issues with is the the modes right the oh yeah all right this is the uh ray tracing mode and but that's only at 30 frames a second and um there may be some screen tearing or there's the performance mode where it'll keep a constant 60 frames it just doesn't look as good it's like you know what then maybe you should not have a higher graphical mode <laughs> because that means right, it's just, not running at op at the the intended intended uh frame rate and the intended look like your intended yeah. look is smooth and functional not it looks pretty for this 30 seconds of film <laughs> if you're going to give options for performance then honestly all i want to see is okay give me a 60 frames or higher option where it's going to run the smoothest it can regardless of the graphical you know what fidelity yeah you know it's going to be 60 frames with the highest graphics it can do at 60 and then give me an option where it is the highest graphics it can do at 30 right there you go leave it at that two options and b Highest graphics at 60, highest graphical fidelity at 30, where the graphics aren't changing, right? Don't make it a sliding scale. So like, you know, here's here's at, you know, 60 frames, highest graphics with a, not a lot on screen. And then, oh, here it is with a lot on screen. And then we're going to scale back something. Like, so we're going to scale back the graphical fidelity to keep at 60. No, just leave it at what the most labor intensive that the game can do graphical wise <laughs> at 60 and then yeah. everything else under it stays under like don't don't scale it depending on like how much is on screen or what's got to load that, that kind of stuff like it right if i wanted to deal with settings and trying to fine-tune something i go into pc i'll play it on the pc yep if i'm playing it on a console i want it to just work and i want it to work at its most optimal setting right i want i want it optimized that is the whole purpose of a console is that the game you are getting is optimized for i don't want to say like the best because you know you're as an engineer you're never going 
you're never outputting at the very threshold. You're all, mm-hmm. you have, you have an engineering judgment that you're under it. Um, but I, you know, you're optimized for that. I'm not on a console. I'm not, I'm not looking to play, you know, engineer <laughs> or yeah. software developer. One, I, one thing I would like to see as an option is when you go into, you know, these performance mode options for the console games is like, okay, here's what it says for the high fidelity mode. Here's what it says for the high graphics mode. Why don't you give me an example? Yep. So I can see the difference in motion. So it's like, okay, well, here's what the high fidelity mode looks like. And here's what the high graphics mode looks like. Then I can compare. Right. Because I'm not, why am I going to sit there and turn on fast frame rate, look at it, switch it back to the menu, go to better graphics, which a lot of times it's one. It's like, oh, well, we got to restart the, uh, the restart game the game to do that. Yep. Uh, and then it's like, okay, I think I remember what the other one looked like. Right. So, well, that's actually a problem with um, some games' um, ex- uh, accessibility menus. Like, uh, Horizon does great at uh-huh. that. They explain what the item is. Like. Here's this little toggle. Here's this bar, slider bar. Oh, no, by the way, this is what it does. There are some. Oh, sure. Yeah, there are some games where it's like toggle on off. Yeah. Well, what, what does it do? And you go to the description and it's just the name of the thing. Well, it's the name isn't, you know, super helpful. <laughs> right. Or it says uh, affects performance. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like, OK, well, what does it do? Or what doesn't it do? Or what is it changing? Like, you you have to literally have a degree <laughs> to be able to understand these settings to begin with, or you have to come from a PC background and be like, oh yes, the MSAA uh, functionality. We want to turn that up as much as we can. Well, even like, even then, oh. it's like you got to be in that business, right? To some of these acronyms to understand what that, they're talking about. Sure. And for your average console player, they just like, is it pretty? Does it run well? (laughs) Yeah, like for me, I'm like, it doesn't run well. Can I play it where I'm not being taken out of the game because it's jittery or screen tearing or, uh, you know, I'm seeing a lot of, you know, bad loading. Like that, that's the screen tearing. That's the thing that gets me the most is like, I don't mind if it's 30 because we had a whole generation of games at 30 and I was fine with that. Uh, if 60 is great, it's better. But if it can't hold at 60 and it's screen tears, then just give me the 30. Right. I can't stand the the tearing because then it looks like something's messed up with your game. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's like, then to me, it's the, you've not optimized this for the device that you're playing it on. Also correct. <laughs> you know, you've you've not as a developer done or tester, whoever done your due diligence to say, hey, this is not running up at the performance that we want. Yeah. And when you see something like that, you know, you you hope that it was just wasn't caught in testing and they'll patch it. And you hope that it's not a, oh, this is doable. Well, and that's we're just going to leave it alone. (laughs) That's that like thing that gets me too. is that like runaway of uh, uh, hopefully they'll patch it, you know, 
day one patch or whatever. And it just always feels like a the game is any new game is never finished until about six months to a year after it's been released. Because yeah, they come back and go, oh, yeah. So here's the time for us to fix what we didn't get fixed in the time before it got released. <laughs> well, that that's partly on the fault of the publisher because, you know, they they want it out by a certain date time, regardless of regardless of what it's how, like. Yeah, as long as it's right. functional, they don't care that it's not, you know, it's not optimized to be the best. They just want it out on shelves so that money can be spent and then they can go and report their figures to their shareholders. Right. Does the car turn on? Does it move? Sweet. Doesn't need to steer. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, it's not getting great safety marks? Yeah. Uh, just don't talk about that. Just don't, don't let them know that if you hit the gas and turn the AC on at the same time, <laughs> you know, it, it starts, uh, starts revving the engine. Yeah. They won't know that. Only a small semblance, a small handful of people will have that issue. <laughs> or like turn on the AC and also turn the volume down on the radio and your your hood pops. Yeah. Small, small percentage of people are going to be hitting those two buttons at the same time for that to happen. So we'll fix that at a later update. Right. <laughs> I mean, hey, now I will say uh, there are some games that, you know, kind of tiptoe the line between both. And they they work well. So that's something like uh, Gran Turismo uh, 7. Mm -hmm. In the game, it's 60 and it's smooth and it looks great. But then you can do the uh, the swap for like your replays. So the replays can have better graphics, which, you know, it's actually hard to already beat what's already there on screen. But you get better graphics with like ray tracing at 30. Or you can just do the 60 frames with the regular, you know, not regular, but you know what I mean? Yeah. The what you played. And that's fine because the gameplay itself isn't being affected. It's just your replay. Right. And, and there are other games that do that, too, for like, OK, well, here's, you know, the higher fidelity for your games. And here's the higher graphics for like a screenshot or higher graphics for like a movie capture or right. for the cutscenes or something. Which is the point. And I think that's, that's the, the point at which you actually you would need that. So like, you know, your replays. Yes, you're looking and watching. You're not actively playing. You're yeah, watching. you can actually pay attention. You're paying, att paying attention to it. Exactly. So, you know, I mean, when you have ray tracing and this high fidelity while you're like a racing game. Honestly, if anyone that plays like simulation racing games is listening, they know you're really not paying attention to how amazing the grass looks. Yeah, no, you are you you are quite literally looking at your next apex point. That's it. You're finding your breaking points and you're turning and you're watching out for other cars. Like, yeah, it doesn't change regardless how amazing the game looks. The time you want the game to look amazing is in the replay because yep. now you're not doing anything and you're just watching yourself drive. Yeah, you want it. You want it to look very pretty at that point. Right. You know, obviously, you know, at, we're at this stage in like, you know, the gaming world where, you know, you want the games to look good. Yes, but uh, you don't want to. I don't think you should be set. We should be sacrificing uh, frame rate and and gameplay itself just because it looks yeah. good. I mean, we are almost kind of already getting to near uncanny valley levels of graphics. Oh, yeah. Where we're going to hit that point where it looks too real. Right. And it's going to be weird. So, you know, 
at some point it's going to be, well, we kind of got to focus on performance <laughs> rather than the actual graphics. Well, cause otherwise you've got to go, you've got to, you know, jump over that Valley or something. Well, and that second thing I've, I've talked about before is the diminishing returns, right? Like, yeah. Frame rate, in my opinion, we still have a, a fairly, a fair way to go in keeping things um, at a steady frame rate, um, like a locked, a good locked 60 or even a good locked 30. Um, and now they're trying to push 120. But, you know, we're still have, you know, we have, we can have better technological jumps in frame rate and having a steady frame rate than we can in graphic graphical fidelity yeah because you know, if you can you can diminishing returns if you if you design with 60 to 120 in mind and then throw your graphics at it you know after the fact it's like okay well we know we wanted to run this smooth and now we've gotten the game to run this smooth let's start adding what we can to make this look prettier right oh that thing has just slowed it down a little bit well can we optimize that no okay, that's the question that. yeah do we can we optimize it or in a way that it'll work and keep keep our baseline of you know say 60 hertz uh, 60 frames then yeah. no okay well then we need to find another way or or trash it right or you know just save it for next time and maybe we can do something better once we have a little more knowledge of what we're working with right well and i do blame uh a little bit on the consumer and being the the constant need for uh new titles new thing um yeah it's like you know you can't you can't wait a year for your new game <laughs> you know well these things don't a good game does not get churned out in a year sorry right it just doesn't what what's been nice about having this kind of gap in releases is that it's giving the consumer some time to actually go out and play some of these games they would have never had a chance to if you are the type that likes to play a bunch of games. Now, if you only stick to one game or one series, it you know, it kind of does suck cuz you're waiting so long in between releases. Right, but you were never going to mess up around with the other games anyway. Right. So, it's been nice, you know, it sucks that all the stuff surrounding it, you know, uh, people having to to work from home to do all this stuff, people having to do crunch on like releases where they have a specific date that it has to be done by, but they haven't been able to work up as efficiently because of like pandemic issues or supply chain issues or just um you know employment issues. It sucks for the people working on the games, but at the same time, it's a little bit nicer to be able to kind of uh extend some of that stuff out to give it some breathing room well i mean yeah it kind of in my opinion this is showing like i think how the gaming industry should work uh in a general sense when it comes to timelines you know come out with you know games each you know developer obviously come out with games at different times but like major titles don't need to be annual you know oh yeah two maybe three years between titles you know sequels or big titles is fine because that gives people time to play other games or or master or replay you know the games that they have been playing sure. like me i don't replay games but i also i'm i'm not opposed to going and playing a different game you know but if if i have a single type of game like an assassin's creed game that comes out 
would have come out every year that is, you know, taking up my time, you know, I can't play anything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's not, uh, it's also nice when they're spread throughout the year. Yeah. And not just be like, okay, it's summertime. So get all the games out at summer. It's Christmas time. Let's get all the games out for the holidays. You know, it's nice to be able to have releases in January, releases in February. Uh, you have uh, game releases that are like early June or like mid October. Yes. Yeah, so it's nice to spread the love throughout the year. Yep. One, it's because, you know, I, again, I get it that people, you know, the companies want the holiday rush and like the big times to sell their stuff because, you know, that's when people are going to be buying stuff. I get it. Mm -hmm. You know, you're more likely to to sell your stuff if, you know, a thousand people are buying it versus or a thousand people are shopping versus a hundred people. Right. So then right. You know, your stuff is in maybe in the vast majority of everyone else's, but you've got more a bigger sample size. But it does hurt, in my opinion, it hurts the consumer because these are all now okay, now you've gotta pick and choose, you know? Yep. Um, I feel like the way that it has been going is actually making, in my opinion, the gaming community uh, more money because now you're not like okay i can only afford a one or two big games uh for the holiday now it's well i can spend i can spend this extra cash here um in like you know february or you know august yeah um and you're spending you end up spending more money throughout the year for games because things are coming out then being like well there's four games i want to get i only have 60 bucks so i'm only getting one right. and then i'll wait for the other one to to go on sale and exactly versus oh i'll go ahead and get this one now and then when the other one's released i'll probably have the income to be able to pick that one up too right right so i mean but that 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 goes into a whole other uh topic and maybe that's something else we'll cover in the future uh you know release dates and things like that but i think for what we were going with today uh with graphics and versus performance and everything i think um i think that was good yeah yeah so i want to thank everybody for joining us today uh if you haven't yet subscribe to the .exe podcast did you enjoy today's discussion let us know send us your comments questions topics and corrections to .exe at savingcontent.com or leave a comment to Saving Content on Twitter and Facebook. Saving Content is also on YouTube, so subscribe for video previews, reviews, trailers, and original content like this here .exe podcast. Are you looking for more gaming discussions? Then check out Saving Content's Quick Save with Evan and Scott. I hear they're back. They are back. <laughs> uh, they didn't have one last week. Seems like they're doing every other the, week, yeah, which is fine. Doing, end up being, <laughs> they said on the last one that's going to probably be bi-weekly. And I mean, hey, they've got they've got kids. Evan's got two right. new, you know, new little ones. It, you know, it's not easy, guys. If you haven't listened to this and you don't have kids, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, that gives us a chance to catch up. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're on 50. This will be 53, their next one, and we're on 20. 23. So, you know, we've got a few weeks to catch up with. Now, I want you all to remember to visit Saving Content for the latest news and reviews. Uh, Evan's got a review of Stray Up, the kitty cat game. Oh, which yeah. Isn't my cup of tea. Not my cup but of tea. 
Uh, maybe if it was a little doggy, I'd be uh, I'd, I'd be, be all over that. To be like, ooh, all over that. Um, if it's a dog, all over. But you know, I hear it's very good. Um, also, Evan's got a preview for X Zodiac. Up, if you guys want to go take a look at that. Now, before we go, I only ask of one teeny tiny favor: a simple five star review. Uh, you can even do it right in your podcast app. Now, finally, don't forget to tell your friends about us here at .exe. It'll help us grow, and we'd really appreciate it. So again, thank you for listening, and remember, kindness costs us nothing, but it means everything. Good night. Good night.